J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jerry coming live from the West Village of Manhattan. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you for being a listener. Thank you for being a part of this podcast. I've been doing this podcast for legitimately a decade. So some of you have been here since the beginning. Some of you got here later. You are the fuel that makes this engine go, the J-Train, if we stay in the metaphor of the name. You are the reason the J-Train stays on the tracks and heads towards the next week and the next location. I'm already off the rails of this metaphor, but thank you. Thank you for being a part of this show and making it your Instagram story and sharing and saying any nice thing about it that you've ever said. I really do appreciate it. This is kind of the... You know, of all the things I do, it always comes back to this podcast. It always comes back to talking directly to you, which is an amazing, cool thing that can only happen in 2023. So, again, I, I this is a long-winded thank you because we haven't been in studio lately. Shelby, we're back. If you're on YouTube, you can watch on YouTube land. We're here in Feather Nation Studios here in the West Village. Um, I got shows. I'm on the road. I'm on the road big time with a whole new hour. I would call it... I'd say it's a new 40 right now that I'm getting to the hour. Like every day we get closer and closer, but uh, it's all jokes about my family, as crazy as that sounds. Um, it's been fun to do. I've had families in the crowd that love it. Um, you know, if your parents, like, if you don't, you know, I I don't want to tell you it's a clean set. It's not clean. It is a little weird to sit next to your parents for certain parts, but not that weird. I don't know. I, my parents saw 20 minutes of it and they were dying and they loved it. So, and it's about them. So, which is kind of crazy, but I'm on the road and I'm doing some theaters. We have just announced, um, Tickets are on sale. Shelby, do you have my calendar in front of you? We got um, coming up is Stamford, Connecticut this weekend. So that's been on sale for a long time. And then um, we got Lexington, Raleigh. But then what else is on there? Shelby from the great beyond. I don't have it in front of me. What's that? Oh, it opened. <laughs> So Atlanta, Seattle, Long Island, um, Boston. What am I missing here? Charlotte, D.C., Baltimore, Lexington. So in uh, San Diego, it, it's all Atlanta. Atlanta's a big one because that's a that's going to be a big uh, space. Huntington, that's in Long Island. So JaredFree.com. What's that? Seattle, Seattle, and then there's going to be a Portland date. I'm going to be doing Helium near Seattle, so or in Portland. So go to jaredfree.com for the tickets. Uh, get involved with that. Other than that, um, yeah, again, thank you, and send your emails. We always need J-Train emails because we want depthy, juicy emails. Today's emails, fantastic. Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. Very excited for today's guest. New to the podcast, new to the JCU, the J-Train Cinematic Universe. Um, new to me, this is our first time meeting, uh, Django Gold. Thank you for coming on. Hello, J-Train. Hello, J-Train Kateers. Thank you. <laughs> do, you, do you have a name for your listeners? Uh, yeah, the Trainiacs. No, we never really had. Uh, no, uh, that would be off the top of my head. The J-Train Kateers. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Passengers. The passengers. We keep the metaphor going. Yeah, keep on the mm -hmm. metaphor. Now, it's funny because like you reached out to me, which mm -hmm. I appreciate. I always yep. appreciate a reach out. Like yep. as someone saying, I got you. You have a special that's going to be coming out in August. That's right. Um, I've heard your name around before. Yeah. And it's a very specific name that I'm sure you can't get around. Were you shocked when I first walked in the door and it was just like another white guy with glasses? No, I I, well, I looked you up. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, were you shocked when you looked me up and it was just another white guy with glasses? I was like, why? You know what I thought? Your name is Django Gold. And yeah. my only, um, as most people, yeah. their only relation to the name Django is sure. Django Unchained, that's the Tarantino right. movie that's about slavery. Mm. So you go, and it's <laughs> it's interesting where your brain goes, because let's admit sure. to our animal brain, you know? We all have biases. We, well, because my thing is like, is this guy, you know, mm -hmm. in this world of, this political world that we live in, that everything's so mm -hmm. separated and so, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, bipartisan. Right, right, right. So. You go, okay, there's a comedian going by Django. I'm assuming he's either 
He's yeah. like this alt-right asshole. Well, guess what? <laughs> surprise, surprise. Rise up, train cateers. No. Uh, no. <laughs> so that's not you. <laughs> that's not me. No, no, <laughs> so no. Let's, be, let's get out front. Harry o. Well, because there's a business being made out of being extreme, no sure. matter right yeah. or left. There's, business is booming. Right. And for comedians, you, we see that every day. Yeah, I know. You see that person that you used to know do certain bits and they were wacky and crazy. Then the next week, they're like, yeah, I don't know. We start. There should be no government at all. And you're like, where did you come? And we could be talking about any comedian here to be specific, <laughs> clear. No, no one in specific. I'm sure we're all thinking of certain. Uh, well, you, your brain goes to whoever you think of. There yeah. are so many people living yeah. in the land of extreme. Yeah. And then you know, like when someone's like Jared, you know, do you? What do you talk about? I go. I talk about things I care about. Sure. I talk about my dad. You know, being you know my dad. Like I do care about the arguments we have. To other people, they go, well, that's not important. You yeah. know, what about what about the struggles in society? I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's not my thing. You yeah. know. But then on the other side of the coin is like, well, what's important to you? Uh, Pepe the Frog owning a crying lib, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> drinking woke tears. Like, I don't know if that's important to them either. I, it's I, not. I, I think they're faking it to make I, a business. I, that's always been my suspicion that these guys are just like so craven and have no beliefs that they just like uh this is working so right and yeah. they get you know what happens is and again this is like the you know you get a retweet it happens on tiktok mm-hmm. I, I think tiktok is the best example tiktok someone does the you know, take politics away from it they do the video where they're the person who you know plays the drums or whatever and mm-hmm. someone goes whoa i love your drum video and now they're only drum guy yeah they only they hit the algorithm they hit it hard sure sure and we see comedians who do this they go they make <laughs> one joke that's like a little you know right of center and then they're like wow it's working look at the response it sure, got sure, sure. i'm gonna go now i'm Django gold for some unknown reason <laughs> but your name is Django gold because yeah, you said yeah. your parents were like hippies and yeah, love yeah. this band Ch- hi- hippie beatniks i was named after Django reinhardt who's like a gypsy can i say gypsy still I think I, it, yeah okay Shelby gave a thumbs I, I, up itinerant Romani jazz guitar player from like the 20s 30s era and my parents were like crazy hippie beatnik so it was me Django the eldest my younger sister California Ooh, your younger sister's California yeah so it's like just like you know hippie commune vibes it's right like, like you're like uh, you're like uh, what's her name's uh, kids from Forrest Gump like I feel like uh, you're, Je- you're Jenny's Jenny? kids <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> like, right. I feel like Jenny would have a kid sure. named California kid named Django a lot of similarities to my father too I'm going to think of it now <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah no it's uh, kind of funny because like I had like this hippie upbringing. I think like we all kind of tend to automatically rebel against whatever upbringing is. Right. So my rebellion has like become like a total square. You're Alex you know? P. Keaton. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, exactly. that's exactly. Oh shit. Sorry. Did that. Right. Fuck. God damn it. Well, okay. it's funny because I see your name and I go, oh, who's this guy? Sure, you know, sure. you do the, uh, and as again, back to the animalistic, you go into like, fuck you mode. Sure, you know, sure. fuck this yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then I, <laughs> I go default. to your, I go to your uh, page and uh, at Django Gold on on Instagram, Django Industries at Django Industries Some on Instagram. Fucker took the Django and Django Gold I mean, handles. That's even crazier. Um, so at Django Industries on Instagram, and all your stuff is hilarious. It's so funny. It's mm. great. And um, Thanks, I, I text uh, Anthony Devito, good friend, a friend yeah, of the yeah. pod, yeah. and I go, and it's just a simple question: Is yeah. he cool? Will he be fun? Yes. And he goes, hilarious good guy so i was like Thank you, done and, you know and and you know when you have and to me that's how this whole thing kind of works where yeah cool guy funny okay yeah. bring that, him on that's how you avoid getting fucked with by some other Django gold coming in just like <laughs> let me let me tell you about affirmative action listeners <laughs> right. and, all, and all your listeners are scandalized by you know <laughs> so it's, it's good that we have good guys out there like anthony right you know, keep, keeping us all in well, check. this is why you have you know this your reputation precedes you that's oh true. you're gonna you know you're gonna you know if someone the, the you know, when you ask someone about someone, and I think that's like the hard part of like yeah. letting your reputation get out there. You're like, you hope for the best. I've sure. never done anything wrong by anyone by my standard. You know, sure. you hope that that kind of works for everybody. So I'm pumped to have you. Have, have you ever gotten, uh, has that has that process of checks and balances ever failed and you had some guy or girl land in the seat and just like go off crazy on the podcast? No, I, like, I, I, I know. Mike Racine, for example. <laughs> Mike Racine being one of them. No, Racine, you know, it, it failed because Racine was the one that asking. Yeah, you know, sure. No, he was the one I went to for yeah, the yeah, review yeah. of Mike he, Racine. He, he, he's your godfather. Not, right. Not, not to, not to, could, <laughs> no, be, could, could be any, anything that wasn't going at any certain race there. I love Mike, but I will say, you know, when you have someone come on the show, it's like, okay, what's the the back and forth going to be yeah. and also like you know there's a Seinfeld quote of a certain type that I'm going to fuck up but like he Seinfeld I I don't have it word for word but like he was like you 
the, the when you meet another comedian, you you have so much in common right yeah, away. Yeah. You've bombed, you've done well, you got a notebook in your back yeah. pocket. Like there's things in common that you don't have with anyone it's else. It's like what what theater did you serve in? Like what war were you in? Right. Like, you know? well, I th- <laughs> Veterans. I, th- I think it was like, it was either Seinfeld or Chris Rock. Is like there's like the the anecdote where it's like if you're at you're at a party and you're having an agonizing time and you see someone across the room as a comedian, you go. Oh, thank God, a comedian. Because no matter what, even if it's not, not like a buddy or anything, it's someone you can vibe with on a certain level. You know? Right, you can find the commiseration in yeah. that person. Yeah, so man. I'm pumped to have you on. Thanks, uh, at Django Industries, Django Gold is here. Go find, go get involved, go follow. Super funny. You got great videos and stuff, and Thanks, it's going to be all over my social media. Oh, yeah. And what's your, you know, where, where are you from? You said you, you grew up in a hippie household. Where yeah, I'm, I'm from Northern California, but I also, I spent like half my childhood in northern california half in like rural illinois like town of like 1600 you know okay so like a little little, little bit of each but I, 1600 I, what do you mean like a like population of 1600 oh really like tiny tiny corn town <laughs> what brought you from northern cali you this is a northern california look to me yeah to me totally. like the, the shirt earth tones yeah, yeah. the button-up shirt like it, yeah. it, it it's a look that i like am jealous of i don't think i've ever been laid back enough for the look it, it, it's definitely a false laid backness i'm like coiled with anxiety at all times <laughs> so i try to project like this cool ll bean look yeah i was actually kind of debating it because it's hot as shit out there yeah i was like i can't wear shorts right that's unprofessional this is the j train podcast right so, so, so i'm suffering in these long fucking it is type. funny what what comedians feel is professional versus unprofessional we have this weird thing about shorts on stage but then he can go up there like my mom's pussy oh my god oh wait no pants pants right right i got the pants on yeah. this is all kosher yeah yeah I, yeah I, I understand that because someone once asked me they're like you, you can't wear shorts on stage and i was like just the look and then and then there's this other thing. There are comedians that do wear shorts on stage, and you're yeah. like, yeah, but they look like a shorts guy, so it's sure, okay. Sure, sure, yeah. If you have the Tommy Bahama shirt and like you know the <laughs> fucking Sammy Hagar beard goatee, that's fine. But right, you're good with shorts. I, I, I could not do that. My knobby little knees. Ugh. Yeah, you're not, you're a, you're a long beanstalk. You got you got you right. got to go pants. Yeah, get all. Fit. My, my, my stock's getting a little thicker as I age. Jared. Well, all, all, you look uh, good to me, Django. I, listen, we're going to get to the emails, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. I'm pumped to have you here. This is awesome. Um, we're sponsored. Uh, this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. You don't want to get uh, to the end of your life and realize you didn't live by your values. Therapy can help you figure out what's important to you so you can follow a path that feels right. BetterHelp's online therapy matches you with a licensed therapist who can help you move forward with confidence and excitement. Here's what I love about BetterHelp. It is a toe into the water of therapy. It gets you involved in a way that maybe might be scary to you. You might not want to leave the house. You can do it all online. BetterHelp is totally online. It's so it's convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Also, that's the reason it costs a little bit less. You're not paying for the upkeep of the waiting room, the magazines that are sitting there, the secretary, all that stuff. You're getting straight to the therapist. So that, if that means doing therapy on the go, that's awesome. If you're tuning in from under the covers on a hard day that's okay too better help is here to meet you wherever you are just fill out a quick questionnaire to get matched with a therapist you can switch therapists at any time for free no questions asked that's a huge part of it too you might get someone you go ah not the right fit we can switch it up right away. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash JTrain today to get 10, 10, 10, 10% off your first month. That's real money. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash JTrain. Okay, so let's get to the emails. You ready, Django? I think I'm ready. I mean, your whole, when that movie came out, were you just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, I can't get off of it. Well, I mean, what was great about it, I mean, what was really awesome about it is it came out in December 2012, and I remember that date because... Up until that point in my life, no one had ever known how to pronounce or spell my name. Then right. after that point in my life, everyone knows how to pronounce and spell my name. Right. So that's been a huge benefit. And the, you know, the only drawback is you know, c- constantly being thought of as a fraud by uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> people online. <laughs> I don't know if that seems even to me, but I. Well, I, it doesn't right. happen as often. But I do have like people in like you know like YouTube comments that you're like, oh, he. F- fucking made up his name what a piece of shit like what the hell are you talking in what world you know i again the only world i can imagine is this like person who's like uber political in the most awful way and is like 
you know, a total racist asshole. I and mean, you go, and then you go, oh, this is a nice guy. <laughs> this, yeah. this isn't like an act at all. You know, we've all become very paranoid in the last few years. I uh, think. Right. I it, it is so, it, it hits on a paranoia button in my brain that I don't like. Yeah. No, it's true. It's, it's crazy. It's, it, I don't like who I've become in the last five years. <laughs> I, I, I really, really missed two, 2018 Django. Right. That guy was chill, man. Well, listen, uh, 2023 Django is going to weigh in on these emails with a little 2018, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. a little touch of 2018. That's the guy, guy on this shoulder. And then, 2028 is on that shoulder. <laughs> are you you in a relationship? Uh, no. Are you? Which way do you sway? What are you? What's your on, on the prowl on the hinge? Women. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good for you. Got, and got, and good guy date tonight. I'm really excited about it. Oh, do you? Yeah. Really. Oh, well, how'd you meet? Uh, hinge. So hinge is the first date. First date. Yep. Okay. Where are you gonna go? Lot 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 of texting. Uh, lot good banter. Good banter. Yeah. Love it. Love the good banter. Not forced. Very very natural. I'm, I have high hopes. Oh, good. Uh, we're gonna go to some some bar in Bedside. Love it. I'm gonna have to bike over there in 90 degree heat and show, show up show up like this. Like, oh, you know, yeah, yeah. No, the movie came out, but then I was, yeah. Then you have to explain the name. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna do this whole conversation. That's gonna be the. You're gonna do this whole conversation every fucking day. It's fine because it's a conversation I've gotten very good at. Yeah, you had, you you did you did ease my 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 stress right away. Good, good. Wedding etiquette question: Where does plus one end and established couple begin? And can I ask if my boyfriend can come? Okay, wedding questions always come in here. It's the age group that listens to this show. It's also a area of discomfort of like, what? I don't want to be wrong. I don't want to be that guy at a, mm. at a wedding. Jared and esteemed guests, it's wedding season. I have a wedding friend, boyfriend dilemma. Is there a polite way to ask a couple if your boyfriend can come to their wedding? To give some background on the situation, my friends are getting married in Italy later this summer. Because of this, STDs save the dates. And, and watch, hold on. <laughs> so <laughs> let's 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 fix that. Right, let's society. Call it, can we? Uh, <laughs> we're gonna go with that, save the dates. Yeah, yeah. Just save, because STI is like save, now save they, the invitation. Yeah. Right, <laughs> save the dates. STDs. You really wrote it. STDs and Come invites on. <laughs> were sent pretty early. When these were sent out December, I was single. I gave STDs to all my friends. Right, <laughs> right. Sorry, <go> on. <laughs> right. it is. Like, wait, what? Save the dates. Yeah. yeah. What, what's what's in your head, man? A- Listen, STD isn't what we use anymore. It's just sitting there. It's an acronym up for grabs. No, it isn't up for grabs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I was single but entered a relationship in January. This relationship has moved pretty quickly, and I could confidently call it a serious relationship at this point. All friends in the group who were in relationships at the time of invites sent were invited as a couple, including one friend who got into a relationship on October uh, three months before me. Okay, so this is important information. This isn't just, Mm -hmm. can my boyfriend come to the wedding? There is a specific situation. Because of the distance, everyone in the friend group is making the wedding part of a larger European vacation, i.e. arriving earlier or staying later doing a European adventure. All of the couples have planned for a romantic couple's vacation, while the two single girlfriends have planned for a wild girl's adventure to to Ibiza to do... And she puts in quotes, single girl things. Hmm. I don't, that is very uh, female to me. Yeah. Like, like men are never like, you know, oh, that's, this is very hoe phase to me. You sure, never hear sure. of a guy in a hoe phase. Like, I mean, I feel like people you and I, you and I know probably don't go to Ibiza. <laughs> like like, like pizza fans, yeah. I, I'm not really into twenty six dollar cocktails, but like, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> but I do understand the idea of like, okay, we're going to the wedding. We're the single girls. Sure, sure. We're doing a pizza. You know, like oh, we're gonna we are thing that name. We are gonna get into it. We're gonna put on our short shorts and our you know our crop yeah. tops, and we're gonna have a time. I'd really like to ask if my boyfriend can come. Mm-hmm. But from what I've heard, it's considered a massive faux pas to ask for this kind of thing. At the same time, a trip to Italy is a massive distance. If this were a local wedding, I'd have no problem attending solo. But this does feel a bit different. Additionally, every bit of advice out there is about how it is a faux pas to ask for generic plus ones, but this is my boyfriend. I'm not asking to bring a ro- random date and wouldn't think uh, to even do so if I weren't confident this was serious. However, we're not married, engaged, or living together yet so it doesn't fall within the realm of must be invited to the wedding the couple has met my boyfriend that's important yep um, and they like him. Good. And I was sort of hoping they'd, offic- uh, they'd proactively offer an invite, but that has not happened. They have uh, they have ha- they have their RSVP deadline listed as six ones. So we're past the oh, point. Fuck. Sorry. And well, I don't think I don't think the water's under the bridge yet. Okay. <laughs> These people have all died in a boat crash. <laughs> right. They all got STDs now. And I'm, and I'm wondering if there's any polite way to ask for this. If they say no, no hard feelings. But if the, but this is sort of a weird spot to be in. What are your thoughts? Thanks. Is boyfriend different than plus one? Django Gold, what do you think of this? 
I think it's a tricky situation, but it can't hurt to ask as long as you're like polite about it right. and don't get offended if they say no. Right. I think it, it can't hurt to make a, a very polite invitation, but you have to understand that you know you miss the cutoff and. Right. I I think it's uh there's a couple things to do here. I mm-hmm. agree with you. You when you present this, I don't think first of all, I'm not one of those people that's like you can't talk to the bride and groom yeah, for a year leading into the <laughs> wedding and it's like no, they they're yeah, human beings. That's some weird Victorian <laughs> superstition. Right. And and also like these are your friends. Yeah. These are your friends that you're friendly enough to go to Italy for. 100%. Like these are not again, wedding in Connecticut from New York. You're going to a wedding of someone that you go, maybe I won't know them five years from now. Wedding to someone who is going to be in Italy, I'm going to assume you're going to know them five years from now. These are good friends. These are close friends. Someone that you're willing to spend at a minimum $2,500 a person for. So let's keep that in mind. The the depth of friendship actually matters Mm -hmm. here. I do think, agree with what you said. Let's get out in front. I, I think the best way to talk to someone, you go to your closest friend in the couple, the the, the male, female, whatever the dynamic is. Sure. If you're friends with her, you just go, I, I think you have to start with, I have a very uncomfortable conversation to have with you. Ooh, that, that's good. Because then because then it's it's not, it proves not to be as serious as right. I, I had sex with your fiance. Exactly. It's less than that. It's like, oh, oh sure. <laughs> right. Toby can come. Yeah. Right. Come and <laughs> now you can have sex with my fiance. Like, like they'll yeah, be yeah. so relieved. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, but, but even before that, I'm already ahead of myself. I've buried the lead. Yeah. You got to go to your boyfriend and be like, would you want to do the couple's trip? You have to make sure they want to do the trip because I think you're in for these, for this wedding is to say, Hey, um, I'm planning a trip with this guy that I've been gotten very serious with. If he can make it to the wedding, if you have some cancellations last second, can he be the first off the bench? Sure, sure. So he's already going to be there. But if not, I am not offended at all. We've already planned. Make it so their no isn't, uh, well, now we got to figure out what to do with my boyfriend. Sure, No, sure. we've already planned. So it starts, there's a line of, there's a PEMDAS here. <laughs> right yeah so it goes does the boyfriend want to come with you and do the vacation uh-huh. okay yeah i'm in okay right. now i need to go to the couple i'm letting you guys know i'm doing a trip with him leading into this vacation he's either gonna go oh, home so, early so, so wait so you're you're proposing say oh just coincident not not coincidentally you're saying but we're going me and me and josh are going no matter what right if we can be included in the wedding great but either way we're gonna be there right like it because then it's like Listen, I, I in, in because I can't go. Listen, I can't do the single girls trip in Ibiza. Mm. I can't really attach myself to the couples trip. I do want to make this a worthwhile experience. Hundred yeah, um, percent. Right. I want to make your wedding a part of like this bigger, grander trip. Would you mind if? Um, it, and then you get, and then they, now you're working with me. And I just want to get up front. If he can come, he can. If not, we're gonna set his flight to go home right before he leaves. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, the day before. Yeah, yeah. I think they're gonna say to you, "Oh, listen, we get dropouts. They're gonna have dropouts." Yeah, and also like an extra plate at a wedding, even if it is in Italy, is like what two hundred bucks, right? And and mm-hmm. you know, even like I don't like putting the number on it because listen, two hundred bucks to them might be these become emotional. If, if, they're, you know, if, they, they're, if they're doing it in Italy, that two hundred bucks is. On the table, I think. It is on the table. I agree with you. But I think when you make that assumption for someone, they get immediately angry. Sure. You know, like they're yeah, like, yeah. well, you're not going to tell me how to spend my $200. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, it could be a dollar. They <laughs> yeah, don't care. Yeah, yeah. I, I just think like, let's get the boyfriend involved. Does he want to be a part of this couple's trip? Because mm-hmm. she's just kind of assuming. Then you go to them and you go, hey, listen, I have an uncomfortable conversation for you. Uh, oh my God! What are you okay? Everything's fine. Um, my boyfriend is gonna. My come boyfriend with- is dying, and he, and he had one final wish in his life <laughs> to be at to, the wedding, to see the sunset in Italy at wherever your wedding is. Right, <laughs> exactly. Well, then they go. Oh my God! What is it? Well, I'd like to bring my boyfriend on this trip and make it around your wedding. If there's a dropout or anything, and I totally understand why this is impossible, but like we're pretty serious now, and I'd like to bring him along. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's so crazy. No. Again, it's not Connecticut. You, the the This is one of those emails, the details matter. The nuance matters. Would you do this via email, in person, text? How would you ask? Um, in person, I would want it more than anything, but in person might put them on the That's spot. That's the only issue. I think email might be a little safer. A text, I think, is I think oh, the in like between. Text? I think a text being like, hey, mm-hmm. kind of uncomfortable, wanted to get your thoughts. Sure, sure. 
a few things, dot, 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 <laughs> 10 minute break, then. Right. <laughs> JTrainPodcast at gmail.com, JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, I hope things worked out for her. <laughs> I think it's going to be okay. I think, yeah. I honestly, like even though we're past the RSVB tape, yeah. they're going to get dropouts that they can't believe. Yeah. An Italian wedding, like oh people might, you know, but brothers getting married in St. Louis. There's gonna be someone the day before that's like, <laughs> I can't go to St. Louis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Django Gold. Are you the best man? And the wedding? Yeah. I, I guess. I don't know. That hasn't really been discussed. <laughs> you, guys should, you guys should nail that down. <laughs> right. I, we should probably know. I, I think. Um, in it, yeah. Um, he doesn't want a bachelor party. In running, yeah, yeah. It's it's all very like I'm kind of letting them do their own thing. I think of this as like next on the list. They just tasted the food and shit. Who's who's your top competition for best man? I don't think there is one. Oh, I think so I'm the you're, guy. You're yeah. steamrolling. Okay, <laughs> I, good, I, good. I don't I don't think I got anyone to worry about. Man, no, nothing nothing better than a comedian giving a, a speech at a wedding. Fucking. Well, it is like watching Mickey Mantle <laughs> in his prime. Well, that's kind of on my mind, too. Like, yeah. there's a lot of pressure, too. Nah, you, are you kidding? You do this for a living. I know. It's you, I, it's you, it's you not versus, but amidst people giving speeches who, like, are terrified of public right. speaking. And you come out there, you know, a thousand, two thousand, you know, stage times under your belt. It, it, it's even <laughs> as small as putting the mic up to your face. Like, I was at a yeah, wedding, and the dad yeah. was like, They don't get the, the fundamentals away. of, yeah, like, right. Public speaking, it's, like, a, it's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> you know, get your like, hands out of your pockets, right? <laughs> like you're just standing a hundred yards away yeah. from a microphone. Yeah, was... Sleeping during the summertime is the worst. Your room is too hot. Your pillow's too hot. The sheets are too hot. Everything in your life is wrong, and you feel like you'll never get a good night's sleep again. Thank God for good. Uh, thank God for good Brooklyn. I almost pronounced it. Thank God for Brooklinen. I love <laughs> Brooklinen. They're here to save you from that stifling summer heat with hotel quality luxury bed at an amazing price. Everybody sleeps differently. Brooklyn knows this and has created sheet sets in the ideal fabrics for every type of sleeper. Whether you want to cool off with their crisp classic percal weave or try their best-selling buttery smooth Luxatine, uh, Brooklyn has you covered. Okay, my bed is right near here. How beautiful is that bed look? I was about to say, it's, it's gorgeous. I it, lo- love the cre- cream color uh, sheets. It's great sheets. They're comfy, cozy. And here's the other thing. We've been, Brooklinen's been on this show for years. They've been yeah. sponsoring this. I, I Listen, I've been bathing in Brooklinen's money for, for years Absolutely. now. <laughs> I, <laughs> they are now mom approved. My mom asks about Brooklinen. Yeah. She loves Brooklinen. They, and, and it's not, this isn't like college dorm room sheets. These are real deal, <laughs> beautiful you, you, sheets. Superman isn't on them. No, 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 yeah. no, no. You can... You can rest assured that you're going to have your in-laws over the house or your mom over the house, and they're not going to go, my word. No, they're going to be into it. They're going to love it. No more fainting mothers with Brooklyn. Right. No, no, no. And listen, the average person spends a third of their whole life sleeping, so it's important to make sure that your sheets are amazing quality that won't break the bank. So shop in-store or online at brooklinen.com today to give yourself the cooling sleep you deserve this summer. Use promo code JTRAIN20 for $20 off your online purchase of $100 or more plus free shipping at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Use promo code JTRAIN20 for $20 off plus free shipping. Love that. Here with Django Gold. How to take pressure off of a weekend fling. Have you ever had a weekend fling, Django? Ooh, good question. A whole weekend? A whole weekend. I've had, I've had like a, a night fling. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever had two back-to-back nights. I mean, this one's J Train, loyal listener for five years, Patreon, and you up with benefits. Oh hell yeah! Thank you so much, brother. We now got, on to we my gotcha. yeah. This is, we got to take care of this person. I'm yeah. a 27 year old female living in a small East Coast city. For the last year or so, one of my best friends has been telling me about her friend at work that she thinks is perfect for me. Let's call him John. Joking about how we're quote unquote soulmates and telling me how sweet, good looking, and funny he is. However, she hasn't tried to actually set us up as he lives a four hour flight away in Colorado. What? <laughs> Coincidentally, it's been my dream to move out to Denver for the last 10 years, but I haven't pulled the trigger due to COVID and job related timing. Last week, she texted me saying that John is looking for a career change and saw a job posting at my current company and asked if she can give him my number so he could call me and get my opinion on it as an inside scoop. Hmm. That ooh, this is Wait, a lot this, this is a going we, we can on. fling. Well, this, that's the thing. There's like there's there's a lot of importance put into this guy and this girl, and uh-huh. then it's like a job call. It's not a relationship call. This is 
fraught with problems. This is a, yes. a an obstacle course of social stuff going on. But we have to assume that this guy, John, has been informed, oh, this girl is great for you. So the, the pretext of the call, right? I mean, you know where your brain would be going. Like, oh, maybe we could get lunch and talk it up. Maybe, and yeah. That's the whole thing about this is like, you know, you have to remember, and this is something my dad always said, it's like, if you're feeling it, they're feeling it. Mm-hmm. If you felt weird, they felt weird. If you're being told something, they're being told something within 10%. Let's yeah. let's make it make emotion numbers. You know, like you're within 10%. You know, you've heard soulmate and he's good looking and funny they're getting the same message too mm-hmm. yeah, yeah within you know you know polite deviation yeah you know? they're not some patsy who's like Buh. yeah they you don't know, know nothing <laughs> they've yeah. been informed yeah um last week so the inside scoop a couple days later he gave me a call and we ended up talking about the job for about two minutes after i told him not to go for it as the person he would be reporting to is notoriously difficult to work with and then for the next two hours had an accidental phone date where we talked about everything else in life including how much i love it out west and how he's also a native new yorker but made the move about five years ago out there. I could tell from the phone call we definitely had chemistry and a lot in common, but didn't think much of it. The next day, he texted me saying, thanks for chatting last night. He had a great time talking, etc." And then if I'm serious about moving to Denver, he would love for me to visit and show me the city from a local's point of view for a weekend. That sounded so crazy to me, and I kind of laughed it off. But after a few more persistent texts, I thought, fuck it. Since I'm only young and hot and free once, <laughs> I booked a trip a month away to visit since we have a good mutual friend who I trust and part of me was kind of excited by the idea let me start by saying I think this is great yeah I think this is very very romantic it's very romantic it's cool it's fun you got the safety of the friend which is like such an important part of all this so she writes I feel like I I keep accidentally building up my head and then what if I get there and we have zero chemistry in person or it's not as good as my expectations in my in my ideal quote-unquote realistic scenario I visit the city, meet this guy, and we hit it off right away and have a really amazing weekend. But I can't help but feel my mind start to get ahead of myself when I start daydreaming about a scenario of this perfect weekend where we end up really liking each other and then me moving out there when my lease ends in a few months and we live happily ever after, which I know is a crazy way to and too intense uh, thing to hope for. I don't think you're crazy at all. How do I stay grounded and maintain a more relaxed mindset? I want to be excited and not cynical, but I feel myself having a hard time striking that balance. It's feet. It feels like I'm. if I get too excited, I will just be disappointed all weekend. But if I go into negative, I won't be giving off the energy I want. Any advice would be great. What do we think? This is an amazing tale. I say ride the roller coaster, man. Like, yeah, right. yeah. Sometimes life isn't as amazing as you think it might be, but fuck it, go for it. Like, commit yourself do it right you they're going they know yeah. they're going I, I i think like definitely go i think i think like this brings a smile to my face like yeah. this makes me feel good that yeah. like what you're going through like i've had this i've had this i can't believe i'm doing this sure, you know sure. like you've had this i'm sure where yeah, it's yeah. like oh they're gonna come for a weekend i don't even know this yeah. person let's see how it goes it goes well it goes bad here's what i would do if i were them mm-hmm. first of all stop thinking you're crazy for getting out yeah. of your for dreaming ahead that is a totally normal thing to do to go what if this happens and then this happens and then yeah. we're living happy ever ever and i'm living in denver like i never thought i would yeah well you, you can't be like no stay realistic love does not exist <laughs> right. Just keep doing your job you don't like right the alternative is crazy <laughs> stupid yeah it's way crazier than going yeah yeah G- gotta go 100% so you need go. to have the friend involved yeah. that's i think the stay, key to stay with the friend correct stay with the friend right you gotta stay or plan to stay with a friend. Yes. I think if anything goes further, stay with the guy. Right, and I think like you know the guy. You can stay at the guys. I don't you know do whatever you want, but I would want to feel safe. I would want to go to the friends, get the friend involved in the planning process. Mm-hmm. Hey, I have this thing planned. You've been telling me about this guy for years. I'm coming. We talked on the phone. It was a great conversation. Then here's what you do: make an itinerary. I think an itinerary will help this with the guy. Sure. Hey. Let's plan what we're going to do because then you can get excited for the events and stay away from your brain drifting off into, well, what will happen because I don't know where we're even going. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Here's what I would say. I would say plan events for like the first day. Okay. Because there is a possibility that you don't hit it off. And that's like, okay, we're going to the zoo tomorrow, huh? Yeah. Right. <laughs> it might be better to leave things a little more open. So Interesting. So you have like a ripcord in case, it, it doesn't sound like this is going to happen, but in case things don't go great. So 
I agree with you. To add on to that, yeah. let's plan events for the first day. Plan events with your friend for the first half of the second day. That's good, too. So now you have the, we can take a break. You go to your side of the ring. I'll go to my side of the ring. Take a breather. <laughs> yeah. That's like these weekends. Spit, do, spit the blood in the pail. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes these weekends need no breather. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Let's let's plan for the worst, hope for the best. Yeah. The worst case scenario is this first day is just garbage. It doesn't work out. You're not yeah. on the same page. And then the next day, you go to breakfast with your friend, you hash it out with them, yep. and you guys come up with a great text to avoid this person for the rest of the trip. <laughs> yeah. That's the, that's the goal. And plan to stay with your friend. You're not staying with this guy. Hey, and, and get out in front. Hey, yeah. man, I'm excited to come. Let them know you're excited. I'm going to stay with my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, let's plan what dinner is that night. Let's plan what's going to happen that night. And then... Let's uh, and then Saturday I already have breakfast planned with my friend. Yeah. So get out in front of it. Yeah. So now he will help you get excited because now, in the perfect world, I can't promise this will happen. But he goes, okay, Friday night we're gonna go to this restaurant. We're gonna be in this area. There's cool bars nearby. Got the whole plan. Then you go, wow, I'm so pumped for this plan. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, obviously, a woman loves a guy who can plan. Oh. I mean, I love, I love a guy who can plan. There's nothing better than losing your agency and just telling someone, we're going here, we're going here, we're going here. Like, that's my my idea of heaven. Oh, my God. One of my good <laughs> friends, he's one of the best planners in the world. Yeah. And you, and it's like, I, you know, you keep up that relationship because they're such a great yeah, planner. Yeah, trust your life to them. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Who are Django here, here's a question. Have you sure. ever had this? So the situation she's afraid of is all this hype and expectation goes into it and then it falls a little flat. Have you ever had that happen to you? Where you had you're going into something. I have had that happen, um, and you get through it. Yeah, you you're a human being. You're polite. Yeah, um, both parties I think go. Yeah, we're gonna be fine. We'll figure it out. We'll yeah, get to yeah. the next meal, and then you get to the next <laughs> meal, and then you get out of there, and you yeah, you're yeah. nice. I don't think like this idea of like, how do I get out of a date where, you know, uh, you know, it's going badly. It's like. Because you're a human being, there's Darwinism. Sure. You're gonna have so, your drink so and then be you, nice and you, go. You, you've never done like the cartoon thing where it's like, uh oh, I'm getting a call from my mom. I well, gotta... <laughs> I've had that happen too. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. But that's again, you've that's had a human it thing. To you or you've done no, something. I've done that. Oh, yeah, okay. I, I, well, well, that's as the we opposite all have. of what you just said, though. <laughs> well, <laughs> you just said you were gonna. Got well, that's got Darwinism. <laughs> there's a bit well, yeah, of Darwinism. Yeah, I pulled a fire alarm. I'm only human. What am I, a loser? Get out of there. No, you answer the phone. Hello. Okay. No. Yeah, I put on like a full suit. My patent's expiring. Sorry, I got to get back to the lab. <laughs> right. That's but that's also like a polite way. There's like a politeness in lying. You know, sure, like, it's sure, not like, sure. But you don't think they can like, see through that? Oh, you hope not. Yeah, you yeah. Know, but oh, we, how's your mom? What? Who? <laughs> Mom's been dead for thirty years. <laughs> oh shit! I mean, uh, she's good. She says, <laughs> well, no I think. Day. But I'm, I guess my point is like, there's a politeness in lying. Of like, yeah. you'll get through it. You'll find a way out. That's why. That, again, that's like the breakfast the next day. It's built in my friend and i are having breakfast so that i don't have to worry about coming you know being with you what are we gonna do tomorrow morning well i got this breakfast i can take a breather yeah yeah and And that's like kind of built in for you to make up the text that's a lie mom is in the hospital go to go to breakfast disconnect your phone (laughs) get the earliest flight back to your small east coast city we are sponsored people neutrophil 80 million men and women in the u.s experience thinning hair it's totally normal but nobody really wants to talk about it before you jet off to turkey to get yourself some hair plugs try neutrophil it's the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement that's clinically shown to improve your hair growth thickness and visible scalp coverage I have never used Nutrafol. My mom loves it. Again, not to make every <laughs> ad about my mom. Um, I, you know, like you know the, yeah. the sex supplements. I'm not sending my mom Good. this. My mom was like, "Oh, I want to try Nutrafol." I was like, "They sponsor the podcast." I sent it to her. Yeah, she loves it. Loves yeah. it. Sees mom sees approved. a difference. Mom approved. Man. It works by going beyond genetics to target the root cause. It feels, of feels like you're kind of picking sponsors by what would benefit your mom most, which is right. very sweet. Well, it makes you know Mother's Day a little bit easier. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Here's eighty sets of uh, clean sheets. Right. <laughs> uh, it, it it targets the root causes of thinning, stress hormones, nutrition, metabolism, aging, and lifestyle. Since hair thinning is different for men and women, Nutrafol has multiple unique formulas to provide exactly what each person needs based on their biology and age. Nutrafol is physician formulated using net natural medical grade ingredients and is trusted by over 3,000 top doctors in clinical studies 72% of men saw scalp more scalp coverage and 86% of women saw improved hair growth after just six months I mean 
those are just numbers. That's great. Um, and what a good option. Again, they mentioned Turkey. That is a thing that's happening. People are going to Turkey to get really? hair plugs. Like, let's look at the neutrophil option first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can grow Tur- thicker. Tur- Turkey's lovely, but. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know what type of year to go, but this is something a little bit, you know, practical. less costly and practical. Yeah. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and our promo code FEATHER to save $10 off your first month's subscription. This offer is only available to U.S. customers for a limited time, plus free shipping on every order. Get $10 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code FEATHER. Here with Django Gold. At Django Industries, go follow, get involved, need advice on my long-term relationship. Here we go. Okay, two single now guys <laughs> weighing in on a long-term Oh, I'm sure I have a lot to say. <laughs> Jared, I feel like you're constantly in my ear between all your podcasts and Patreon, so I figured I'd finally write in for some advice. Back in 2022, October 2022. Okay, so... C- cast your mind back. Okay. What was, my it? Boyfriend, what was in theaters then? <laughs> male 29 of four years. And I, female 26, broke up. I broke up with him because of issues with his family, us not being on the same timeline for our relationship, and him not being able to see the gray area of any situation. He's an engineer and is very analytical. We were both uh, we were broken up for about six weeks during that time. I was seeing another guy who I really started to have feelings for, but there was some red flags. I cut off communication with the other guy when my boyfriend and I got back together late November 2022. So they break up October 2022 they get mm-hmm. back together late november 2022 yeah, there's a six-week lost weekend between these times which is with a, this other guy this other guy You're right i've been happy being back with my boyfriend and on paper he's everything i should want in a partner even after long discussions about the things we will need to work on we are still struggling to find common ground on the issues that caused us to break up in the first place one major thing we do not want to settle down in the same area i want to move back to my hometown he's not from there but he does it in may 2023 I ran into the guy I was seeing while we were broken up when I was out at a bar after a concert. I mean, this is out of Sex in the City. Yeah, this makes it seem like New York has like 18 people in it. (laughs) (laughs) We ended up talking and both divulged we still have feelings for each other. Nothing happened other than a conversation and a hug. But since then, I have been really questioning my relationship with my boyfriend. I do not want to leave him to be with the other guy. Part of me is just questioning if my boyfriend is the one. I find myself wondering if I should just be single for a while and try to figure out who I am or if I should talk these things out these feelings out in therapy while continuing to work on things with my boyfriend. Side note, I'm a travel nurse and my boyfriend and I have been doing semi-long distance for the past 16 months. I'm currently taking a local assignment, so I'll be home more than I have in a while for at least the next three months. Thanks for all the advice and laughs. Uh, another travel nurse batch. What do you think of this situation? How old did she, she say she was? 26? She's 26. Female, male 29 is the guy and then there's the other guy. I hate to weigh in on a complete stranger's life with like that's this whole show. I, I know <laughs> my instincts would say that this is not working out, and you need some time to find yourself and kind of see else what else is out there. Sometimes the answer's in the email. I don't. I don't want to break up a relationship. Yeah. I, they seem like nice people that are just sure. disagreeing on something, but the things they disagree with are the They're, same things they were disagreeing about yeah, before. Yeah. You know, relationships, you know, you know, when you lose someone, lose someone sounds like death. But like when you break up with someone, there's just a hole and you try to fill it. Most times people fill it with the same hole, the same person that was filling it before. You know, it's just an easy option. I'm not saying they got back together because it was easy, but I am, you know, like, no, of course, because uh, if (laughs) nothing got fixed, then you guys did nothing. You, you just took a break. Yeah, and like you know, if if, if you're willing, uh, if you meet some guy, you say there's red flags with him, but you still have feelings from it. This indicates that you're looking for something and still not finding it. Right. You know, like you wouldn't be like this smitten with some guy you say there are red flags with. I mean, I guess who knows what the red flag is here, but like. Well, I think what the, this guy is more representative of. Oh my God, I, I'm thinking of other men. You know, I'm yes, thinking of yes. other people. I, I it, right. Like, it's like, I, and again, they even said, they're like, I'm not going to like get in a relationship with this other guy. Like, no. I wouldn't encourage that. I do encourage you. You mentioned talking with your therapist. I think you should talk about your therapist with or without this boyfriend. Like, I, I think that's yeah, like yeah. A, probably a smart thing to do. But I would say if you go out and you see someone else and you're basically yearning for what you don't have. Mm-hmm. And listen, every relationship is going to have things you don't have. You know, you're going to, you're, there's pros and cons to every relationship. There's things that you're like, oh, I wish we were better there and I wish we were, you know, we're great over here. So, but the problem is you have the same problems you had before. 
Yeah. It's not like you got back together and you're like, you know, we have our issues, but at least we're over the whole where we're going to live in the next chapter of our life part. That's true. It's, it's this frustration of, you know, coming right back to sit center. Like, you can't ev evade that with, like, short-term fixes, like, you know, a break. And, you know, like, these are important issues that need right. to be either addressed or moved on from vis-a-vis -vis seeing someone else. You What's know? the longest relationship you've been in? Let's say three years. Three years. Yeah. What was the issue? Do you remember? Do you yeah. know the issue? Issue is, you know, if someone wants to have kids and someone doesn't want to have kids. That was, I mean, yeah, yeah. that's as big an issue as where we're going to move. Yeah. In a certain sure. sense. And it's like, what are you going to do then? Yeah. And you go, well, I still don't want to, you know, if you guys got back together and you're know, like, it's not like someone would have to change their mind. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Like. It's, it's, a, it's something that hits home for me and probably for you, for anyone. Like it, you always run into these like blocks that are more or less insurmountable with so, without someone seeding real ground. And, and you know, right. at, at age 26, having been in a relationship since you were 22, I feel like you owe it to yourself to, to oh, right. check out the market. Four years, the, the 26, like, 22, you know, yeah, go. Has anything ever been, I mean, I don't know, like do you really find the love of your life when you're 22? Ever. I mean, I'm 38 sitting right in front of you. No, yeah. you know, I, I no, but I, I, that's a huge point of this email. It's like, yeah. okay, and that's why they're probably holding on to it. They're like, they're a great person. I was 22. I've grown up with them, but it's like, yeah, yeah, but you've grown up with them, and maybe now you're going, well, I can be a, on my own and grow, and I got to figure out what I really want, not what we want. Mm -hmm. I think that's like what that six week gap gives you. You're like, oh, I'm living as me, you know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's this is hard. It's a. It's hard to tell you to break up with someone, but it's like you tried. No, I, it didn't work. Yeah, and now you're doing the same conversation again. Man, it is, it, this is an intense podcast. I thought this would be fun, 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 fun and games. <laughs> wedding, we go, wedding etiquette. Listen, we you go know. intense. We go, we go all oh over the gosh. board here, I, Django. I, I feel such a, such a burden on my shoulders to advise it, but you got to you know, dump him now. Dump him now. No. <laughs> <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com here with Django Gold at Django Industries Shelby we've got time for one or two more what are we looking at here two more baby talk dearest Jared thanks for all the laughs I'm seeking some advice I'm at the age slash life stage where pregnancies and babies are in full swing okay who wanted to have the baby who didn't the other person wanted the baby I did not and you don't want to have kids I am very I, I, I definitely don't want them now I'd say it's unlikely I want them in the future but I, I've gotten to this point where I'm Slightly more open to it happening, like an abstract sense. Mm. But I see a child in the street, I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> how old are you? Uh, Thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. So, yeah. you, so we're the same age. Yeah. I understand this idea. It's funny in the in the in between the lines of what you just said. It's like maybe I meet someone where like this connection makes sense for a kid. Mm -hmm. Sure. And I think that's like a, you know, that's a very. That's a that's a perspective that someone will go. Well, people get mad at. You know, they go. Well, what do you mean? Like, oh, this person wasn't good. It's not a good enough, bad enough thing. It's just this connection didn't lead me towards kids. That can happen. Yeah, I mean, I could see. I I I, I see the theoretical possibility of someone being so great and so amazing that they changed my mind on it. But it's just mm. it's just really like I don't know. To be quite frank, it's like a very scary notion to me that I don't. Like it, like it fills me with dread. Right. <laughs> so like, it's a really hard to imagine. It's right. like perfect woman, like who can erase all this fear and insecurity I have about it. You know? Well, then, but then you go, you know, who wants to be like, yeah, this is my dad. He he had dread uh -huh. before I, you know, like <laughs> well, you you're, don't tell you're like, that. <laughs> well, I'm Dude, saying you're the like, best thing that ever happened to me. I was committed to it from the go. <laughs> yeah. I'm at the uh, the age life stage where pregnancies and babies are in full swing. My husband and I are pretty set on not having children. We want to spend our time and money on other things we've rehearsed our answers for when we inevitably get asked by about having kids and we can easily acknowledge that our answers are probably unsatisfying for a lot of people we're becoming more comfortable with that reality and like to think that as long as we remain honest and vulnerable in these conversations it shouldn't negatively impact our relationships with friends and family we know how to be honest without offending them or coming across as sanctimonious or judgmental or of their personal choices and desires one thing we haven't been able to figure out yet is how to handle the delicate balance of showing genuine interest in and support for our friends and family on their pregnancy and parenthood journeys, but also not wanting to be subjected to constant, unrelenting pregnancy and preg parenting talk. There are lots of exciting things during this life stage, but not everything about being pregnant or having kids makes 
uh, for interesting conversation. Also, there's more to life and to conversations and to their identities as humans than just being parents or being pregnant. Do we just have to go along with these conversations? Because if we don't, we'll become isolated from them. How can we steer conversations to other topics without coming off as dicks? Thanks, carefree, child-free. What do you think? Certainly something, a topic that is near, near and dear to my heart. Right. Basically, all You're 38, you have friends. That are all, in my, that. all my normal friends have kids. Right, same. All, my, all my comedian friends do not. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah, that's just kind of. I mean, the, the way to steer the conversation is to bring up new topics, but you, you have to accept that, yeah, like people are going right. to talk about this huge thing in their life that like fills them with love and well, curiosity. They, you know, they, uh, you know I, have, I have good, very close friends that are going to go dinks, dual income, no kids. They're like, Dinks, I like that. You're very, yeah, yeah. That's it was a new, new, new thing <laughs> we were, to me. We're replacing a lot of uh, right STDs, for, formerly, save uh, the right. <laughs> so this couple is I'm very close with. Um, they are very good about. You know, I do understand the the beginning of their emails is kind of on the topic of like saying I'm not having kids to a lot of people means you fucked up by having kids, which sucks. But these are the. But then they move on to their friends and they're like. I kind of want to have other conversations. Here's what they have to admit. You might lose some of your friends. You might lose them as far as like weekly hangouts. You sure. might see them oh, once a year. Yeah, that's gone. Right. And they're going to make <laughs> new friends that they can connect with about parenting. Yeah. Shit. And some of their time is going to get divided that way. You have to be okay with, hey, listen, we're going to drift apart. Yeah. And that's just, I mean, that's the sad answer to this is like, some of these people are not going to be able to talk about anything else but their kids and you're going to go Ugh, and yeah. you're going to avoid them just naturally that's okay i will say to these people here's the move let's create events that get you away from kids hey uh, get the sitter we're doing this yeah, yeah. well you know i think you when you create events like i'm going to stanford this week i have a lot of friends in the area that like Recent parents. Sure. Um, and I invited them out. I said, no problem if you don't want to come. Would love to have you. Mm-hmm. They're like, we're in. We're in. We're Saturday night. Early show. Saturday night. Late show. You know, they're all choosing their shows. Yeah, yeah. They're going to come for an adult night. If one of them came to me and was just like, and the kid, and I'd be like, we probably wouldn't connect as much as we used to. You, you think having an adult night will stop them from talking about their kids nonstop? I think the people who don't have to talk about their kids all the time will make themselves a parent. Yeah. And the people who do, you'll start to hang out with less. Yes. And you'll realize which couples are the ones that you want to hang out. Like, yeah, listen. Gotta start, start weeding it out. You're going to weed it out. You're going to, you're going <laughs> to, I just went down to the Jersey Shore. I have friends that live nearby. Mm-hmm. I went to their, they were like, come over, we'll go to their house. And then they're like, we're going to go out for dinner. And they're like, we're bringing the kids. I was like, great. Mm-hmm. The kids were great. I didn't stop what I talked about. No. I didn't say, I was interested in the kids. Like, what do they do all day? Yeah. You know, like, I yeah. do have those questions. <laughs> what, what do they eat? <laughs> right. What are they, they, I did. I go, what do they eat? They go, oh, chicken fingers, glasses. pizza. That's fascinating. Right. And then, but then we all talked, and it was a nice night, and their kids being there didn't, like, make me, I'm the kidless one in this scenario. Yeah, yeah. Like, I wasn't like, oh, we got to talk about fucking yeah, yeah. Blue's Clues, well, you know? It, it, it's good in moderation. You can handle one night every so often. Mm-hmm. I, I can see the annoyance of you're constantly hanging out with a couple, like, child, 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 this, you know? Right, well, I, like, I got an email two weeks ago. Hey, we're doing a 40th birthday trip. These are all college friends and their spouses. Yeah. And I got included on it. All right. And I'm like, are yeah, they, if I uh, went uh, to the 40th birthday trip, with 10 couples, there's going to be a couple that are going to be like, and soccer practice, and I'm going to go, sure, sure. and I'm going to make fun of them, and if they get like really offended, <laughs> I, I guess we're not talking anymore. Uh, so the kids aren't coming to the 40th birthday? No, it's just all the parents. And it's like, yeah. again, some of these people, what you have to realize is like, some people can't handle it. Like, how many comedians do we come across that can't not talk about comedy? Uh, zero. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can't not? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, it was a lot of double negatives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm yeah. saying like, some of the people that talk about comedy so much, I'm like, oh, get out of here. I don't want to talk about this. Yeah, when, are we, yeah, yeah. when are we going to bust balls? You know? How, how do you feel about, like, because we live in, like, this kind of, like, by, by doing so much comedy, we're kind of, like, in, like, this eternal adolescence where we're just, like, hanging out in bars oh, all yeah. the time. Are you, are you positive about that? Are you starting to get weary of it? How do you feel as you get cl- closer to I don't to like the, the amount I drink yeah, because something. of it. Like, I'd <laughs> yeah. like to drink less. Yeah, um, yeah. I'd like to not be around it as much. I do have a moment where I see, like, I grew up in the suburbs. I grew up a very normal mm-hmm. childhood, adulthood. You know, my yeah. friends are pretty normal. I, I do have this thing in me where I see, like, 
you know, when I go visit my friends, they got the two kids at the table. I'm like, this is nice. Yeah. Like, I like that. Yeah. Um, do you like it in the abstract or do you, do you like it for yourself? I think I like it for myself. Yeah. Um, but I also know how far away I am from that sitting right here with you today in a studio apartment. With I was going to say, you, you'll, you'll have to clear out some of this podcasting equipment. Right. <laughs> for the, the crib will go here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the baby will be the podcast mascot. Right. He'll just sit here waving. Yeah. I, yeah but put, it's, put, a, um, put a Brooklyn in uh, onesie on <laughs> him or her. Right. Don't have to read the ad. <laughs> um, yeah. It's just, uh, you know, I, I, I get I understand because. The, the problem this person has is like they've made such a part of their life the whole no kids thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's over. You made the decision. Move on from it. That doesn't have to be every conversation. Yeah. You don't have to go, oh, did you hear about the baby? No, 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 no. You don't have to like shut your ears <laughs> yeah. off to it. Just be patient. And also, it's kind of fun to be the outsider for a conversation. Yeah. Like to ask questions, to go, wait, you do, like I like talking to my friends with kids about the kids stuff in adult ways mm-hmm. like i do like that conversation where i, I make it fun for me yeah. like you're, my friend you're, you're like a researcher you're like taking right. f- field data back t- to the other comics hey dude they had to feed them every day right. like, <laughs> right. it's unbelievable they can't right. they can't even eat a hot dog right. like baby food well and then i like getting that answer that i don't expect like i remember asking my friends about having a baby and like i remember one of them like one of my buddies he was like it's really easy <laughs> And I was like, what? Uh-huh. Yeah, if, <laughs> you're, goes, if you're a shitty dad, it's super right, easy. Right, right. Yeah. I go out to the bars and she does it. No, <laughs> yeah. he was he was like, it's kind of boring and easy. He's like, the baby kind of sits there. It doesn't say much. It doesn't do much. He's like, one is easy. He starts, and he goes, well, when we had the second, now that kind of changed it. And I was like, yeah. it was interesting to hear that just like, you know, like, it's like when that movie This Is 40 came out and you start seeing the jokes about like what it's really like to be a parent and you go, oh, this isn't all cutesy. This is... Yeah, yeah. A daily thing. Yeah. It, it, it turns out a kid takes a lot of work every single day. Yeah. <laughs> J-train podcast at gmail.com. J-train podcast at gmail.com. Shelby, we've got time for one more? Let's do one more. Um, let's do this one. Bumble, Bumble Bio Info Filtering. Sounds like a, it's a cool new dance move or something. Right. Bumble Bio Bumble. Info Filtering. <laughs> Going to do the Bumble Bio Info Filtering. Yeah. Jared, longtime listener here. I never heard you address this conundrum, so I thought I'd reach out. You're in the dating world. You're going on a hinge date tonight. That's right. We wish you the best of luck. So what is the deal with people putting their religion on their bio? Does it mean they are religious? Is it the same over all religions? Like, I know that identifying as Jewish does not necessarily reflect a belief system, but when you put it in your bio, it's supposed to be a statement that you are looking for, or at least prefer someone of that same faith. Trying to navigate this email so it doesn't come off as insensitive, but essentially, I I think this is a very good topic. I just want to understand the signaling that goes into putting a religion into your bio. I personally do not wish to date anyone with religious tendencies, so I just swipe left on anyone who writes Catholic, Christian, Muslim, and Jewish. (laughs) They're equal opportunity hater. (laughs) But sometimes they're very cute guys out there that I have to solely swipe left for their religion of choice. So help me, Jared. Am I right to use this info as a statement of their beliefs and a signal that they actually care about and practice that religion? Many thanks from an atheist at Atheist ape. I didn't know that was a way a- to... Ape? Did she own NFTs or something? I don't know. So what do you think of this? Well, When you see a religion in the bio, what do you think? I usually don't read that much into it, but I, I realize the difference here is that so she's a woman, and women on these dating apps have their pick of the litter in a way different way than men do. Explain so, that. Because women on these dating apps are... <laughs> and this is when you get alt-right. This is when you become... Yeah. Uh, it's unbelievable <laughs> what they get away with these days. You go on the date, they don't even look like their photo. Um... <laughs> No, but I think I think it's a well-established fact, or at least a trope, that women have their pick of the litter because there are fewer uh, there are fewer women on these apps. There's more men, mm. so it's just kind of like like a situation where they 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 can, they can afford to be more selective with it. So she, she has the luxury of being like, nope, Christian, nope, nope, nope. Well, right? I right? I will say, and and uh, to take not to to play devil's advocate, I've seen a like a Bible verse in someone's profile and been uh-huh. like, not for me. No, that's true. But you know, it has to be like, in conjunction with other factors though. And right. I, and I think just like she's saying how like, oh, if he's, if he's cute, maybe I'll, you know, give him more of a chance. In that same way, if you saw like, you know, the John 316, she was a very attractive woman. You'd be like, all right, man, I can, I can vibe with this. I think this, this should tell her, uh, this is what's so difficult for her is mm. we're two straight men sitting here going, yeah, whatever. <laughs> like we're not looking that deeply. There's levels to a male yeah. swipe 
that I think are different than a female swipe. She's looking at it being like, will I be taken seriously? Mm-hmm. Like, because she mentions the, you know, the Jewish thing where it's like, I only want to date Jewish. Mm-hmm. Again, I want to date Jewish. Like, I think like the problem, and this is icky to say, is like, Men are a lot of like, I'd fuck and then we'll see what happens. That's true. And that's and that's the hard part because they might put, you know, Jewish and then you swipe right, they swipe right. And you're like, what does this mean? They go, oh, that Jewish thing? Uh, yeah, oh, it's just a thing. I, I actually don't give a shit. So. Right. I, <laughs> yeah, I don't give yeah, a shit yeah. when it comes to a blowjob. Sure, sure. Well, but yeah. my mom might care when I want to get married. Like, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. so I that is, that's the hardest part about this is like, I think for me, when I see woman with religious religious thing in her bio mm-hmm. and i only see it honestly i see the jewish star sometimes and as a jew i go okay i'm not really turned away by that i'm i i, I know they're looking for jewish yeah or i see the numbers you know the ver- the bible verse and i go left swipe out of here that that that, that is different because that's like a really more intense like i know all the lore you know <laughs> right but that's what they're seeing on their end yeah, too yeah. like you're seeing a guy with Bible verses or Jewish star or yeah. you know whatever it is, and then you go you know for the Jewish star guy you go and it's funny the way our brain goes in the same way hearing your name is Django I, yeah. I my brain goes when I see Jewish star I'm like oh this person wants to date a Jewish person yes when I see Bible verse I go oh they are a God toting church going yeah. Sunday person which isn't fair I, I, it is fair though in a, a sense though because the Jewish star kind of just means you know just so you know I'm Jewish. We tend to date, you know, we tend to be trying to be marrying our own. But the Bible verse <laughs> is a, a few levels up from that. Right. I guess it's not a Torah verse. Yeah. You're given five, like, you know, five little prompts to describe your entire personality. And you're choosing one of them to be like Leviticus 816 and the righteous <laughs> shall cast them out. You're like, like you're using, like you're choosing that. Right. So that, that is letting the other person know I am fucking not a tourist about this. I am right. serious about this. You better get in line. We're going to mass tomorrow. Like that, that. I think it does kind of elevate it. If I was to give this person advice on how to swipe it, mm-hmm. I think like it, I, I think started attraction. Well, like I think she's like, definitely doing that as we all do. Let's as let, we let's all cut do. through the bullshit. Right. <laughs> this is all kind of tertiary issues compared to if we find their facial features attractive. Well, again, well, it's it there's a order of operations. Yeah. So we started back at PEMDAS. Back to yeah, PEMDAS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it goes attracted. So I would swipe based on attraction. Yeah. Then you go. Hey, that's our, that's I, our advice, listeners. Right. <laughs> Get out there and start fucking. Um, no, but then I think if you see a Jewish star, if you see the you know the cross in the bio, if you see the you know John three sixteen, hey, I, and it's. It's there. So when someone says to me, oh my, like after a show, someone comes to me, I know so much about you because I listen to your podcast and I'm like, yeah. and I always say to them, it's not crazy to know. I put it out there to be heard. Yeah, of course. So let's stick to what we know. They have put this out there to be heard. <laughs> hey, how important to you is the Jewish star in your bio? What does that mean to you? Yeah. I think it's a good question for on the app. If it's on the app, they can't call you crazy for asking about it on the app. That's true. And they might say, well, I put in this verse because the verse is important to me, but I'm not really that religious. It's something that I grew up with. Oh, that makes more sense. Or it's, I go to church every Sunday. It's always going to be the second one, though, for this. Yeah, 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 fair. But the Jewish one, if I saw a Jewish star, what does the Jewish star mean for you? Well, I'm culturally Jewish. You know, How many times have you heard that in New York, especially? Yeah, culturally yeah. Jewish. Jewish and I don't go to temple, but it's important for me to marry a Jewish guy. Are you Jewish? Now that conversation opens up. So if you start at swipe at looks, yeah, because let's just start with, and I know they're trying, this is such a millennial thing. I don't want to get too far ahead. I don't want to make a mistake. It's such a millennial thing. I want to look at the menu before we go to the restaurant, but give your chance, yourself a chance to have a conversation with about it and to go, oh, I think you're right. It's more likely church on Sunday mm-hmm. or I'm looking for a Jewish person to date. Mm-hmm. You might be surprised. You might. <laughs> J Train podcast. Before we move on, I have a question. So you, you use the apps? I do. What, what would you say your red flags are on these websites? I guess um, too serious. Yeah. I think like, and that's such a male thing. Like you, women don't like that response, but they also aren't reading female profiles. When you say like, I'm looking for a gentleman who will be a good man and can serve me right. <laughs> you're already not having fun t- on this t- Taking up their quills. Uh, <laughs> right. <yeah. laughs> By candlelight. Uh-huh. Um, I don't like when they're use statements to what, the prompt what, answers. What, what's that mean? 
you better be funny. Oh Jesus! You yeah, yeah, yeah. like I that, that's no vulnerability. I yeah, think like yeah, yeah. A, a dating app profile, like when written by someone, should be I I I. Yeah. Let someone else go. That's, nice. that's not I, for me. I like that. That's a, that's a very nice solo observation. It, yeah. I, I, it's taken. Ye- I'm 38. Yeah, yeah. I've been on these apps since the beginning of time. <laughs> it's just something I've noticed that when you see the you ones, and I've been on those dates, the you statements always end up being a bad date. Interesting. For me. I'll, to, I'll to pay attention to that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's something, because what they're doing is saying, you know, come to me, kid. Yeah. It, you tr- know, it, tr- it, it truly is. There will be no meeting halfway. You must right. appease me. Also, you're going to get a better answer from an I statement. I like to go to Dave Matthews Band's concerts. Oh, my God. What's the last one you went to? I like going to those, too. Totally, you're totally. going to get a better conversation started. Like, yeah. what, what What was the thing you liked on the girl you're going out with tonight? Uh, she was just funny. Yeah, I mean, you know, attraction was first, as we as we sure. as we've acknowledged. But she, she was just like funny and like down to earth. She wasn't like. Did you respond to a prompt or a picture? I think I pussied out and just did the, the little heart with no text. And then, but she, what did you heart? A picture? Should I check? Yeah, let's see. <laughs> Shit. This is live. Here we got the exclusive Django Gold dating on the J Train podcast. Let me just go down through all my matches. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Got to sift through them all. Yeah, thousands. I just, oh, I, I liked a picture, a, a picture of her, and she actually, she opened. That's that's very bold of her. I appreciate. Right. It. What did she say to you when you liked the picture? Uh, she just said, "Hello. What's going on in your world?" Love it. So, sorry, sorry to breach your confidence here. No, no, no. <laughs> because that's a great opening. Uh, you know, I, hello. What's happening? Yep. To me, is like simple. More than enough and simple. Yep. And it. Kind of was just serving you the pitch, and then it's like, yeah, okay, see, see what he does with it. Right. Good. Good luck, Django. If that is your real name. <laughs> good luck on your date. Thanks, man. Everyone, go follow Django at Django Industries. Hilarious comic. This was fantastic. I'm that's so happy you yeah, came on. Great, man. That's right, He's man. got a special that's going to come out in August, so you got to follow him now. We'll have him back on to promote the special. I'm Jared yeah. Freed. We're here every Monday. J Train Podcast at Gmail.com. Back next episode. Boom. <laughs>